Hello and welcome to the Let Us Not Forget podcast. I am your host, Brenda Simons, and I thank you so much for joining me on this amazing day in June 2021. The Let Us Not Forget podcast is about giving a voice to everyday people on everyday issues in the Black community. It is about standing up, stepping up, and speaking up for those who cannot speak up for themselves. It is also a voice to step up and be heard on the issues that really matter most to us, such as our faith, family, friends, finances, and our future. Today's podcast is focused on finances and specifically a financial literacy program for young people. I am joined by a very special guest from Trumark Financial Credit Union. You may not have known this, but Trumark Financial has been very active in educating young people about financial literacy. They actually go into the high schools and present students with lessons on borrowing, investing, accounting, and more. What has really caught my attention is the financial reality fairs they host for high school students. And my guests will talk more about this program in a moment. This particular Let Us Not Forget podcast introduces the need to teach our children how and why it is so important that they learn early in life the necessity of saving for their future. Far too many adults regret not having learned that lesson when they were young and wish that someone had been there to teach them. So let us not forget to learn from the lessons and mistakes of past generations. And let's begin to catch our children young, catch them early, and catch them before they make those same mistakes many of their parents and others have made. I remember as a child, the Philadelphia Savings Fund Society, also known as PSFS. They would come to our schools and into our classrooms to teach us to save money by helping us open up a passbook savings account. In those days, our parents would send us to school with our nickels, dimes, or quarters for us to deposit into our savings accounts. I also remember in junior high school being taught about checking accounts and how to actually write a check and balance a checkbook. Unfortunately, our children don't receive these relevant and realistic kinds of math lessons today but we will need to reshape the future of education in our schools and make these kinds of real life experiences happen again. One of the most profound statements I can remember my father saying to me was, in order to have something, you gotta want something. In order for us to have something more for our children, we gotta want something more for them. So starting today, Let's make that happen and let's get it done. With that being said, let me introduce my guest. Randy Marmer is the Assistant Vice President of Public Relations with Trumark Financial Credit Union. 
She is on the front line and is the person who actually goes into the high schools to teach young people about financial literacy. In talking to each other, Randy and I realized that we have quite a few things in common. For example, many years ago, although we didn't know each other, Randy and I both worked for the same insurance company. We also began our banking experience by working behind the counter as bank tellers. But the biggest and most important thing that we have in common is our passion to make a difference in people's lives. Randy is particularly passionate about making a difference through financial literacy. So please join me in welcoming Randy Marver. Randy, welcome. And thank you so much for joining us on Let Us Not Forget. Thank you, Brenda, for inviting me. It's my pleasure to be here and talk with your guests. Thank you. So, Randy, to begin, tell us about yourself and how and why you became involved with teaching financial literacy to young people. Well, at the credit union, we saw a lot of young people being saddled with student loan debt. Mm. We wanted to help them understand the fundamentals of saving credit and investing. So Truemark Financial developed a financial literacy program back in 2007. You know, we wanted these young people to realize before they signed on the dotted line for those student loans, what they were getting themselves into. So we have developed different partnerships with local schools and we've been conducting workshops, you know, since 2007. Wow, that's amazing. And you know what? So many people are saddled with student loan debts. There are people who want to buy homes, but that student loan debt stands in the way of so many things. So you all are getting out there in front of them and catching them young, catching them early before they make the mistakes that many other students, unfortunately, are experiencing right now. And this has been going on since 2007. That's impressive. Correct. I mean, you know, we see a lot of young people struggling today with their finances, and our hope is that we can share some of our valuable information so they don't make the same mistakes others before them have and, you know, get them on the right financial path, help them build a foundation. That's wonderful. And you know what? I remember even um, there are many students that soon as they come of age, they start getting applications for credit cards and they have no idea that money will saddle them with debt that will lead them down the wrong path for many years to come. So it's so important that you're doing this. It's, I, I'm impressed and I'm really thrilled that Truemark Financial is actually my credit union. So I'm very pleased with that. So tell me, how does the financial literacy program work? I mean, what kinds of things do you teach the students and how exactly is it done? Well, we have a whole different list of, of projects uh, and different topics that we offer, such as banking services, uh, establishing credit, the impact of a credit score and identity theft. Uh, and, and this year, you know, due to the pandemic, we actually had uh, pivoted and we did virtual presentations because we didn't want to 
you know, stopped going. Obviously, we couldn't go into the classroom. So we wanted to still make a difference and find a way that we can still engage with these students. And we've received a lot of positive feedback. I think, in my opinion, these are skills, I call them life skills, all students need, regardless if they're taking AP economics or general math. I agree. These are life skills and they need to learn about credit early because that credit score will follow them for years to come. So that's wonderful. So have you talked to any parents or what are the teachers and such saying? Um, and any feedback that you get from the students, tell us about what sort of feedback you get on your financial literacy program. Oh, a lot of students, believe it or not, I've had 17-year-olds come up to me after a presentation and say, thank you for coming to our school. You know, I had no idea, you know, how this um, credit card was going to impact my future because they don't realize, you know, my I have a saying, what you do today affects your tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if you start using that credit card and you're not responsible enough to pay it on time, well, that impacts your credit score. And so if you're 18 now and you don't have any idea how to budget and how to use it properly, by the time you're maybe 25 and wanting to buy a house, that could have, could have already marred your credit score and have a negative impact on you buying a house. That's exactly right. And you know, it's so easy to use a credit card. I mean, I'm an adult, okay? And I know, I thank my parents that they taught us early the importance of paying off your credit. Well, limiting credit in general, okay? Um, and if you don't need to put something out there on credit, pay cash. But if you do use credit, pay it off fully when it comes in. Um, and then when you think about it, they end up with different credit cards. And if you look at having two, three different credit cards, and especially if you start building them up to the max, it's so easy to sign your name in purchasing something. And then when that bill comes in and you compare it to your income, that's when all of a sudden the shock really hits. So once again, I think it's wonderful that Truemark is getting out ahead of things and learning from what they're seeing is happening with young people. And instead of just letting it go to put a stop to it and get out in front of it. So you also have a program or there's also something that you all do called Bite of Reality or um, you do a reality fair. Tell us more about that because I am really thrilled and taken with what I've heard of that. So share that with my audience, please. Yes. Well, we host uh, a financial reality fair, and this is a program that is uh, actually, it, it, we didn't design it. It's patented by the Credit Union Association of Pennsylvania. And what it is, is students get a budget worksheet. And on that bu budget worksheet, they're given a career with a net income, a salary for the month. So what they're tasked with is they have to take their net income and go to about 10 different booths. And each booth is a merchant that, for instance, one would be they have to secure housing. 
They have to get an apartment. They have to get transportation. They have to get insurance for that car. They have to buy food. It's all of the essentials that their parents budget for on a monthly basis. So it gives them a glimpse of what financial reality would be if they were budgeting independently on their own without their parents' help. And it kind of, they have that aha moment. We give them a checking account, Mm. a student loan. We try to make it as realistic as possible and engage those students. But the, the whole purpose is to let them think on their own, to make informed decisions, to see what it would be like you know uh, we even have a booth the grooming booth or the spa booth where girls go and you know pay for a manicure now we all know girls love to get those manicures but (laughs) but you'd be surprised when they come through the financial reality fair and if they have to pay twenty dollars out of their own money they think twice about that because you know then they have to deduct that money from their checking account you know, there's an entertainment booth. What are they going to do on the weekend? Are they going to, you know, spend $20 to go to the movies? Or are they going to go to a nice restaurant? And that's going to set them back $50. So they have to make decisions on if I do something now, how's that going to affect one of my financial goals? And at the end, we have them speak to a financial counselor to see if they're living within their means. And also, just like in life, life throws you a curveball. Maybe um, they spin the wheel, the reality wheel, and maybe they get a flat tire on the way to work. Wow. It's going to cost them $100. Or maybe their grandparents uh, said, you know what? I want to give you $300 for your birthday this year. So we teach them that's a credit. That's money coming into your checking account versus a debit paying for your new uh, tires on your car. So we really try to make it realistic. We give them a student loan because we all know those student loans come due every month and they have to budget for that. That's right. So question for you, does, so how do they start off in terms of income? Does everyone start off with the same income? Um, how How do they start off this process? So when they're given the budget worksheet, they're randomly given a career. So everybody has a different career. You may be a physical therapist and earn $60,000 a year, or maybe you're an auto mechanic and you're making $45,000 a year. So, you know, it's random. The whole purpose is as an exercise in budgeting, because it would be nice if we could let them select it but we're on time constraints and everything. And of course, when in the beginning, when we first did this and they were allowed to pick their own career, everyone wanted to be the lawyer and the doctor because they Uh, make six figures, mm -hmm. but we wanted to keep it as real as possible. So we tell them, you know, this isn't necessarily your career of choice, but it's just to give you an idea, a glimpse of what life is like when you have to budget your own money. And we see a lot of them. It's, an aha moment for many, you know, that they realize how much they have left over at the end of the month. Maybe they have to go back and revisit that car booth. They, they can't afford a new car. Maybe wow. they have to think about buying a used car on this salary right now. You know what? It's about choices and the decisions that people make. I remember when someone said to me, if you break down the word responsibility, It says you have the ability 
to choose how you respond to different situations. And it even makes students, young people, think about the careers that they may or may not want to pursue. Because if you're talking to a friend who may be has been assigned a career that they're only making 35000 a year and someone else is in a career they're making $65,000 a year and you can see how your friend has more latitude to splurge and do more things that you're not able to do because of career choices. Once again, the decisions you make, the choices that you will have in life. Um, I love that it's random. I think that's great. So anything else that you wanted to, oh, but right now you're doing it virtually. Correct. Uh, we're fortunate enough, we've been using an app uh, from the Robert Miles Johnson Foundation. And we wanted to continue this because all the teachers were asking, you know, what are you going to do during the pandemic with the reality fears? Because actually last year, well, not last year, but prior to the pandemic, we had visited 10 schools and, you know, put on 10 reality fairs. So we were reaching a lot of students. And because it's so interactive, I, I think it makes a bigger impact on the students because, you know, rather than conducting a, a presentation and in the classroom, they're actually making their own decisions and having them go through and visit each booth, they have to make the, the choices, they're responsible. So they see, you know, maybe on this salary, I, I can't buy a pet because that's one of the booths. You have an option to buy a pet. And I've had students come back to me and say, you know, pets are really expensive. <laughs> yes. So it's that aha moment. They, they really start to think differently about how they're spending their money. And back to what you said, it's all about the choices you make. Yes. And it is truly a bite of reality. I sat in on one of your virtuals and I have to admit, I was chuckling at one student who had not gone far um, at all with his choices with money and everything, but he made some wrong choices early on. And he said, it's telling me I have to go for credit counseling or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah. I said, this poor person, they are already in credit counseling and they still have so much life ahead that they need money for. So it, it I remember the game of life. I used to love that when I was when I was young. But once again, it's it's life, but it's not a game. It's real, you know, and they will be able to see firsthand when the parents are paying the bills for them to go to school or clothes that they need or whatever. These are things they don't see how it's happening, how it's done, what all goes into it. But when, like you said, when they have to do it themselves, then all of a sudden they might be second guessing, well, maybe I'll do my own nails instead of going, you know, to, to get a manicure. Um, oh, and maybe I might have to trade in my car, you know, um, or I might have to ride the bus instead of having a car. These are important life decisions, but if you make the right decisions early on, you can have a better life down the road potentially. It's all about the choices you make. So um, Truemark also has an annual scholarship event and does local fundraisers to benefit local schools, 
in need of financial literacy resources. Tell us about that program and how schools can even get involved. Well, we um, do a financial jeopardy event annually. And these are all, it, it's just like the game of jeopardy. You know, pre, pre-COVID, we had uh, a whole production with an audience. We invite the students involved, their parents, their teachers, uh, our board of directors attend senior management team. And what it is, all the categories are personal finance related. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the, the schools that we partner with, they choose a student that they uh, feel can well represent their school, but the, the students have to take a, a test first that is mm-hmm. administered by the schools, okay. written by Truemark Financial, and then they're selected to um, represent their schools. And typically we could have between 10 and 12 different school districts involved. And we go through the elimination round. So everybody has an opportunity you know, to, to play. And we come down to the, the last three and those last three have the opportunity to win a $5,000, $3,000 and $2,000 scholarship wow. for graduating seniors. And it's really exciting when it's in person because, you know, I always sit there on the edge of my seat because <laughs> it's so fast paced. And, and these kids always amaze me at their knowledge. You know, most of them are um, taking a personal finance or a business class. Mm. You know, we one of the questions could be about credit. Uh, what are the names of the three credit bureaus? Or it can be... Um, about identity theft. It's all personal finance related. So it, it's really exciting to watch. You know, we have a host that, you know, plays the late Alex Trebek and <laughs> an audio visual person, a 10 by 10 screen. So it's it's really like the game of, of Jeopardy. And everybody walks away a winner because even the students that don't place in the top three, we open a $200 Truemark financial savings account for them. Wow. So there are no losers. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And uh, it's exciting for the schools to showcase their students. And it's a reflection on their teachers and how they're engaging and teaching these students financial literacy and personal finance. You know what? And even when I think back to the the Bite of Reality program and what you all are doing, it also reinforces the importance of math skills and it makes math relative. You know, it shows them that math really matters in life instead of just something that you got to do in school. No, you learn it in school because you're going to need it in real life. Um, How will schools get to participate in this in these programs? Sure. So they can uh, contact me directly at rmarmer, M-A-R-M-E-R, at trumark.org. They can visit our uh, website at trumarkonline.org to learn more about the program, see if it's something that they are interested in. And, uh, you know, I'll be glad to go over all the details and explain, you know, how they can get involved. I mean, basically... You know, if they're interested, we're willing to, you know, visit their schools. Like right now, we're doing virtual presentations. Of course, because of the pandemic. Yes. Um, 
Well, anything else that you wanted to share with us that you feel we need to know? I, I just think that, you know, financial literacy is very important. As I said earlier, I consider these life skills that every student needs, whether they're in AP economics or they're taking general math, uh, you know, savings and credit, they're topics that all students should learn in school because the, it gives them a foundation to build on for their future financial success. And um, I'm proud of the work that Truemark Financial has done in the community. Uh, not only does it have a dynamic financial literacy program, but we also have a concern for community initiative in which we partner with local nonprofit agencies throughout the year and help them, you know, their mission to help others, whether it be homeless, people with mental health, senior citizens. So, you know, we're doing a lot of great things and it's very important to our credit union, our board of directors, our management team, that we're involved in the community because these are our members that we serve. And that's a very, very, very good point. Um, I know Truemark, through you, um, we'll be working with my nonprofit, More Pass Plus, and we are actually looking to get together with some high school students, um, even during the summer, to introduce them to this bite of reality virtually. So I thank you so much for the work that you are doing with my nonprofit, More Pass Plus, and we definitely look forward to working further with Truemark Financial. Well, Randy, I thank you so very much for joining us today and for sharing this very important and useful information on financial literacy for young people. And thank you to Truemark Financial Credit Union for making these kinds of programs possible. We thank our listeners for listening. Um, Randy has given you information about if you would like to get in contact with her regarding the programs that are offered, that is for the schools to get in contact regarding the programs that are offered. And especially as we end the school year, it's great for them to get in contact with Randy at Truemark early so that when the new school year starts, you can really get your school signed up and ready to participate. These are math skills that are carry over into everyday life. So I encourage parents, talk to your schools, the teachers at your schools, the principals, and ask them to make certain that their school gets involved with Truemark Financial and the programs that they are offering. Randy, thank you so much. This is the weekend. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Rest up and I'll be in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. In closing today's podcast, let us not forget to speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves. And I believe that begins with our children, but that cannot be limited to just the children and our household or extended family, nor can it be limited to just children. I believe that the possibilities for a Black Wall Street exist in every one of our communities. But we cannot be what we cannot see. And how can we hit a target that you cannot see 
or one that you don't even have. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 25 through 27 says, Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. And keep your feet from following evil. I close this podcast by saying, let's look straight ahead at the possibility for building better, stronger, and safer Black communities. And let's not allow ourselves to become discouraged, deceived, or distracted by the things that cause us to get sidetracked. Please join us in June and July for our conversations with experienced teachers who will address concerns regarding obstacles that hinder our children from receiving the excellence in education that they need and deserve, as well as their suggestions for parents to help their children succeed in school and recommendations on how to improve the quality of education in our communities. Thank you so much for listening, and let us not forget that as we are blessed, we also need to be a blessing to others and pass it on.